Okay. So hopefully this keeps recording. I'm I'm scared, but I tried to do it as soon as I got on. We did the best we could, honestly. Yeah, if it doesn't work this time, we're just going to have to try another day because <laughs> we've tried hard. Okay. <laughs> okay. So hi, everyone, and welcome to Besties, the podcast where we pop the Christian bubble and let you into our real lives. This is Rob with Jazz. And uh, we are so happy to meet you guys through the pod. Um, (laughs) This first episode, we are going to just take some time to introduce ourselves and let you guys know what you can expect from us. So I'm going to let Jasmine introduce herself first this time. All right. Um, my name is Jazz, and I am 26. Currently, I'm in Georgia, you know, defending democracy, Olivia Pope, you know, whatever, Period. and what have you. But Period. I'm originally from Louisville, Kentucky. Just graduated in, I guess, technically four days, two, four days, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I started loving the Lord in college when I joined a Christian ministry. And while my love of the Lord never wavered, my trust in the church and its teachings wavered, which have been completely different in my experience than um, what I feel with God. Right now, I do have a home church. It is based in St. Louis, and I love the pastor. I love the first lady, and I love the congregation. So that's been really helpful for me because I I do think that church is important to the body, to the body, to the Christian mind, to the Christian mindset and the walk. However, you do have to know yourself and know your walk enough to know when to walk away from certain institutions with that being said I had that bubble that Christian bubble for a good two years before I left the ministry when I left the ministry I didn't go buck wild my thing was I went celibate now mind you I was still on tinder (laughs) still doing a lot of things but that was my specific bubble. So having a campus ministry where I was checking in two or three times a day, I was living with the people that I was uh, ministering to and with. And then I also went out with them and hung out with them. There was never any secular things or secular time or even time to myself yeah. to like love and learn the Lord by myself. So with that being said, when I left the house, right, when I left the ministry, Mm-hmm. That to me was technically breaking that bubble, and I was actually doing a lot in the bubble. I came to college engaged. Yes. Uh, oh when that gosh. engagement ended, I was tell them bust it open, then I tell them bring it back. I was doing a lot, <laughs> <laughs> and then I was celibate for two, three years, and I learned a lot about myself, and I learned a lot about like my journey with God, and I really learned what sex was to me as a human as a human who chooses to believe that the Lord is real and as a human who chooses to believe the Lord loves her and she loves him as well. So it's been very, very different for me than like a lot of other people, because I don't think I've ever thought the sex was taboo. I think that was one thing that genuinely had me distrusting the church. How do you teach me that something that God gave me is taboo? Oof, oof. And that's a point that a lot of Christians are not really ready to confront because sex is like such a dirty thing. It's a gift from God. 
And it's not at all like there are boundaries and there are fences. Mm -hmm. And let's talk about the whys behind the fences. And I think that's what like our podcast can get into. Like laugh at our journey. Laugh at us going beyond our boundary. And God was like, take your ass back to the field. (laughs) Watch us, please. Watch us play ourselves. Because it's like, hey, hey, Rob, you know, that's going to work out bad. I know. Hey, Jazz, you're going to get stung. I'm ready for it. And then shook when we get stung and shocked. <laughs> so please laugh at our journey. Please laugh at us knowing exactly what the Lord says to do and us being like, but did you try that fly out? <laughs> was it a blessing or was it a curse? The world may never know. Okay? Did okay. you need to see that, dude? Because now your pussy lips are on the timeline. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And with that being said, Rob, I'm going to go ahead and throw it back to you. No, we cannot even start back to me on the pussy lip comment. Uh, but that's something that we will uh, revisit. Um, so, yes, I think that Jazz has really encompassed the essence of our podcast really well. Just an authentic um, narration of us on this very real Christian journey, um, exploring sex outside of the Christian bubble. So a little bit about myself. I am 25. I live in New York currently. I, uh, I'm i a Barbadian immigrant. I moved to Kentucky, which is where I met Jazz. And then I moved to New Jersey last year for grad school and then moved to New York this year uh, for work. And so I'm currently a social media manager at a jewelry company here. And my background is a little bit different from jazz. I very much grew up in the church. I was somebody who went to church basically from birth, like running around, smacking my head into pews from the time I was itty bitty. And (laughs) (laughs) yes. um, And so when I broke the Christian bubble, if you will, was when I moved out of the house and went to college. Now, mind you, I was always a very rebellious person. It's just that I'm also very obedient and so and patient. Well, I was patient when I was younger. And so I knew that coming from a very traditional Caribbean household, I would I would really not get away with any level of rebellion. So I was the perfect angel just kind of biding my time until I could leave the house and (laughs) do what I wanted and trust and believe that's exactly what I did. Um, I had my first boyfriend when I was 18 and I lost my virginity when I was 18. He was my first everything. Um, Actually a very poor, poor, poor experience. It was actually quite traumatizing, but um, you know, it happened. And from there, when I went to University of Louisville, I was honestly still in love with him, but because I was in love with him, I was just I was not shit to keep it a buck with you. I cannot tell you the number of people that I talked to. I was not having sex with everybody, but I wasn't having sex with anybody because at the time sex still hurt. So (laughs) that was not an enjoyable thing for me. Uh, But I eventually branched out and started meeting some guys, but I am always in somebody's relationship. So truly, I would like to give a shout out to the Lord for stopping me from being a hoe because I was always dating someone and I am loyal and faithful to a fault. So I really didn't have a whole lot of sexual partners, but 
I have a lot of sexual curiosity, if you will. And so even though I broke the bubble after college, I feel like my real coming into sexuality outside of the bubble is now. And I'm discovering all of these different avenues and trying to figure out how far is too far outside of my boundaries. What is making, what makes me uncomfortable? What, what am I comfortable with? And, um, am I going to get burned when I touch the fire, if you will? So, (laughs) um, I, Jazz, did you already say your relationship status or no? So I am in a relationship with a very, 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 very nice guy. I do sweet. love him. He's very sweet. sweet He's yeah. steadfast. I always say that and people want to know why. And it's like, well, I'm like the water. <laughs> so <laughs> I need land. We can't just be oceans just going around like, you know. <laughs> that was the water. <laughs> we can't all just be, you know, going with the wind, you know, calm one day tempest at the next day one of us has to be solid Mm. (laughs) and he's a very solid guy um Mm. we've had our ups and downs but I genuinely think that this is a really good first out of college or first out of whatever relationship for me uh it's not biblical we are fucking just Mm. um for me if we do not get married there is now a respectable level of a like a threshold like you can't treat me mm-hmm. any lower than that yeah he's treated me like a queen for the most part oh my god oh my gosh guys he's honestly so cute like he was literally okay anyway no, just, let's, let's you know like his heart for her birthday oh. he gave me his like credit card and gave me like a limit to spend on us and it was basically enough for us to have all the drinks. All the food. We were, it was, I felt like I was like dating an NBA player or something like that. Facts. We paid for nothing. Nothing besides the Airbnb. Mm-hmm. Like he was oh. such a blessing that weekend. I'm so thankful for him. He's, he's truly a sweetie pie. Um, You know, he's a nice guy. Let's He's let's, a nice guy. Let's say that. Um, and I am a single Pringle for the first time in uh, what's tw- is twenty twenty the first time in seven years essentially. I <laughs> I have been in and out of relationships since the end of high school. Now I was always the girl who wanted to be with a man. I wasn't really capable of being alone. And so once somebody took, well, I don't know what happened. Senior, oh, yes, I do. Senior year, I started hanging out with black people because <laughs> before that, I truly was under the impression that I was unattractive because I was always trying to get with these white men in Kentucky. So I don't know why I would think that that was going to work. <laughs> Read racism. We didn't make it, but we sure do keep it alive. We keep we keep that bitch alive. So sincerely, I thought I was unattractive until I started running track, and um, I met other black people, and they were interested in me, and that's how I met my first situation. I really don't like to give him too much credit for existing, um, so we'll move past him. But. <laughs> 
And he's just, wow, things happen. And then um, moving into college, I got a boyfriend the second semester of freshman year. And we were off and on for three years. And then three days after that relationship ended, I got my my third boyfriend. Um, which actually started out as, um, as a friends with benefits situation, even though we weren't friends. So a benefit situation and ended up lasting for four years. And so I, I very much am a commitment type of gal. Uh, I was telling jazz that I think really what happens is that guys accidentally fall in love with me. They don't really intend to come and stay. It's just, it's just so warm and toasty over here. It's warm, toasty, and wet. Warm, toasty, and wet over here. I cannot. I cannot. They just settle in, and they cannot get out of the pool. And it's just, and then they get stuck. And I, being somebody who loves companionship anyway, I'm just like, please stay. Just stay and swim. So, This is the first time I actually got out of the relationship in 2019 or was it 18? Anyway, y'all just know that that it wasn't 18. No, sweetie. Okay. Okay. Well, anyways, it feels like it was a while ago. (laughs) Okay. Well, I got out of it technically in 2019 but then the lord he just really likes to play games with me and you know play jokes on me and so some stuff happens that we that we will discuss at a later time that led to the prolonging of the situation if you will and um so i have not been i haven't been done done with him for more than We've been done done for, I would say, six months now, maybe five months now. How long has quarantine been? Because I think it's been the length of quarantine, right? Girl, no, because when I came back up here, I definitely got some. (laughs) I am perturbed. (laughs) Did you not know that? No, I'm bamboozled. It's okay. I lied about... (laughs) I lied about... um, (laughs) That basketball player, so yeah, you really did, and I didn't find yeah. out for like two years. Yeah, for two years, I'm a liar. Yeah, so okay, so we're both liars. So again, we're on a Christian journey, y'all. Um, so yeah, I definitely got some when I came back up after quarantine. I only got one though. Like we only had one little session, and it wasn't that great, anyways. So does it count barely so now i am exploring the the horrible world of casual dating and realizing that i'm still not shit like the problem is that when i get out of relationships i don't know how i get into them in the first place because i truly am such a horrible communicator i do not care about people's feelings um I might pick up the phone. I might not. Um, and with time, as I have gotten hurt by my previous partners, these behaviors have just gotten worse. So I came back with from quarantine with the intent of casual dating. Um, and that swiftly turned into I actually c- tried to casual date for a while. I'm going to give myself credit for at least two months of casual dating. Do you agree with that? 
I concur with everything thus far. Thus far. Okay. So I made it like two months, happened upon great <laughs> dick, and cast everybody aside to just focus on this peen, um, this non committal peen. We and little peen jet. Choo choo. Yes. You said what? Choo choo, if you will. Choo choo. <laughs> Yes, so Jet and his non-committal peen, and sincerely, it was sensational, but, you know, even though I am not shit in communication, it doesn't mean that my emotions, I actually have very strong emotions all the time, and I was able to hold them off for approximately, it's December now, so I held them off for approximately, when did this start, what, like August? Yes. Okay, so August, September, October, November, five months. I actually did pretty well in holding off my emotions, I think. Yeah. Um, right, righto. Um, but he's a really great person. No as the no other say. No cap. I held him off. But he's honestly just a really great guy, and we started out as friends, and I really think the only difference between being friends and being in a relationship is the sex, and so to me, we were friends, and then we added sex, and so I'm like, oh my gosh, do I love you? And so I have a real problem with (laughs) distinguishing between lust and love and as a result I very much was catching the feels for Jet and so I recently cut him and his sensational peen swimming waves which are a new development and fabulous head game off I decided to call it quits um I'm still a little bit sad about it because I just called it quits last night but I very much think it was the right decision because I'm trying to decide what I want moving forward for myself. I really want to want to date. It's just that it is against my nature because I don't trust people. So that is where I am currently. No man. One suitor who I don't like very much. And the, uh, Jesus Christ. So that's good. So I have one man that I love very much. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Three, I had to count. Three hoes mm-hmm. who I didn't like. <laughs> Wait a minute. I thought there was only one active hoe. Where did the other two come from? I doubled back. You double, you tripled back. You did yeah, not tell me about the two. Alabama uh, yeah. and DC. I didn't know DC was back. I mean, DC bought the boots. What else am I gonna do besides give him what boots? What boots? My docs, the burgundy ones. What? I knew I knew one of my besties wasn't going to get them for my birthday, even though I asked for them like a year ago. And I knew I was going into 26 Doc Martens. <laughs> so I hit him up for Doc Martens and he bought them. Oh, my gosh. But The burgundy but, ones. I still need the white ones, whoever is listening. Okay. <laughs> Wait, what's your shoe size, though? 
eight, and I know I am still an eight in docks, in case you were wondering. You don't have to go up or down eight. Okay, but what is your ring size? That still hasn't been established. And this has been Jazz and Rob with <laughs> Yeah, come back. I don't know. I'll, I'll go to Linux tomorrow and get that for you. Yes, do something, because I've been asking. Uh, if it's not some, like, super homo, like, they might be dating stuff, I don't want it. I want I want matching rings with you if you're going to do that. Go okay. all. Okay. All right. Well, I need the ring size. It's the attitude for me. Because, uh, okay, listeners, I just want you to know I asked for this two weeks ago. So that's, that's where I'm at. It, it's almost Christmas time. I don't know when this is going to release, but just know it's almost Christmas time. So I've been waiting. Yikes. Okay, anyways, so you have tripled tripled back, a triple back handspring into the past mistakes, and... <laughs> One blocked me, so I had to star six seven him after getting over the shookness of being blocked, because I've done so much, and I've been such a little tramp, <laughs> just ignoring him for the duration of a campaign, which wasn't even the full duration, it was just like the last two weeks, had me blocked. Hold on. That's the longest. I thought you were ignoring him far longer than that. I feel like we're, I'm learning a lot right now. So I was ignoring him, but I didn't have him like blocked or anything. Like I would r- respond like good morning or whatever he was saying, but like actually mm-hmm. getting into conversations, I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. So I think that was like turning him off. And then I have, like towards the last two weeks of the campaign, I just wasn't talking to him because like I wasn't talking to anybody. I was trying to defend democracy. Oh my gosh, I just want the record to reflect that in this relationship, I am truly not the liar. (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) Okay, but in my defense, I genuinely hadn't talked to DC Bay in a year. (laughs) But I did need those boots. So, what's a girl going to do? But when it came to Alabama Bay, cried in my car about him during Christmas of 2019 yes didn't talk to him until march was still being on the same bs so didn't talk to him until and this was just talking so nothing like nothing like it was at all just like uh responding to him mm-hmm. what are you doing working that kind of stuff so i think that's what was driving him wild because i wasn't giving him any attention at all right right because, like, if I block the number, this is my mindset. If I block the number, I have the number always. That is so true. People do not think that the block list is actually just another contact list. Right. So I just delete all the threads and I delete all missed calls or, like, the times I've called him so mm-hmm. that I don't have the number. And in my mind, if <laughs> I don't talk to you <laughs> and you don't talk to me, we're done. Right? Right. But he was like genuinely still trying to converse with me, and I just wasn't feeling it. Like, I really was over him. And then I got bored. So my first thought was to call Sunshine. Right, right. Right. But he didn't answer, which was wild. Because I thought he got over me kicking him out. Let it go. Let that hurt go. (laughs) So then I called Alabama. I went straight to voicemail. I was like. As you should. I was like, his phone is dead. (laughs) <laughs> so I called again. Straight to voicemail. I star six seven. He answers immediately. Yeah, because it's a denial for me. Why would his phone be dead in the moment exactly that you need to call him? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I couldn't call uh, DC Bay because he's a whole teacher in DC. So 
Mm-mm. He it's, was quick. I don't like DC anyways. I don't like Bama for real either, but, you know. I don't like any of them. That's why I literally said I have three hoes I don't like. One of them had my lips on the timeline. Had the lips. Um, are we gonna get into that on our intro, our introduction <laughs> episode? If you stay through this, just so you yeah, know, yeah. this is not where the buck stops. <laughs> this is quite frankly the this tip is, of the iceberg. <laughs> just the tip. So if you can't take the tip, just put your clothes back on and go home. And that's okay. Because yeah. the tip is nothing. That means we're not for you. Okay, so I was bored and I sent a round of nudes. And this dude didn't respond until like three, four hours later. And he goes, Just so you know, I'm planning my cousin's funeral. It's really, it's literally Game of Thrones, uh, America Next Top Model. Whoever responds first is getting my attention for the night. Oh my gosh. Wait, so, uh, oh my gosh, I'm scared because this is, this sounds so fun. This is what always happens is that I feel like I make a positive decision for myself and then we talk and we talk about something fun and I'm like, oh my God, like, I want to have fun. I mean, do you want to hear the burning? This is me touching the fire. Oh, I had fireproof gloves, right? Right, 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 right. This was a while ago, right? Like a while, a while ago, right? Like before the boyfriend ago, right? Uh huh. And why was I just on the timeline like <laughs> two days ago, just on the timeline? <laughs> and just, you know, scrolling, 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 uh, doing as you do on the timeline on Twitter. And y'all know, I just, I just see my hyperpigmentation. <laughs> Because it was a beautiful pose, right? Very beautiful. Just just beautiful. <laughs> and I see, you know, just so you know, I'm planning my cousin's funeral. So I clicked on that picture real fast, right? That whole tweeting thread. And the start of it was, uh, I just don't even know how to text. I'm so awkward. And this almost 50-year-old man decided to screenshot our conversation and crop it the best he could. And post oh that. Gosh. And while my whole a-hole was not in the picture, you can clearly see two perfectly pink, quivering lips. Yeah, they were there. I did see the screenshot, guys, and I was so confused. I was like, what is the context? Because you sent, I think you sent a voice message. And mm-hmm. so I listened, I saw the pic before I listened. I was like, what is this pussy on my phone? Like, <laughs> I literally took a screenshot of the picture and I was like, can you take this down? And he goes, no one even knows it's you. And I was like, I know it's me. And then he like was like, uh, your pussy is barely on there. And I was like, you think I'm an idiot. For the joke to land, because there was no actual word sexting, the pussy has to be on the picture. Exactly. it perfectly so they knew you got sent a freaking nude. Take it down. And he goes, I did. And I was like, thank you. And so I'm Eskimo sisters with somebody because, you know, circulate that dick if you need to. Don't. Because I really don't believe 
having sex before marriage. But if you're going to, go with a trusted source. Have a good time. Don't yes. don't buy food and it, the food be nasty. See what I'm saying? So, and he, he had a curve. So it was great. But, um... I've never had curved. I've never had curved pain. It really hits exactly where I needed to hit every time. Hit the spot. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Stop. I'm trying. No, I can't get horny now because I don't, I can't have sex. (laughs) (laughs) And she goes, you know, you tend to have stories like this where men who (laughs) have never treated them like that, but somehow still try to try you. And now I think it's my age because they think come off and get their rocks off and go about their business but I'm also a queen mm-hmm. you are 26 year olds or these 20 year olds I'm trying so, to also stab oh. I thought I was going to let my pussy lips just fly on the timeline and laugh with him and maybe these <laughs> but I am not that bitch and I told him I know exactly where you fucking live in Washington take it down or <laughs> Your daughter, who I'm only two years older than, know you whole time, but not bitches me. Okay, so don't do me. Oh my! I really am just stuck on the fact. Yes. I just want us to all take a second. A picture of his one daughter, because I graduated and you know she graduated. So he was like, "Yeah, I tend to uh, only love beautiful black women like my daughter." And I was like, "You mean your daughters?" Ew. sons because you have four kids five of you adopted one that's actually that's really creepy huh he doesn't count any of his kids he has a set of project twins oh my gosh so he so it really doesn't matter ladies ladies it doesn't matter his age or his job description because he's a whole tv producer and is making six seven figures doesn't matter because a nigga is still going nigga. Like, really, it's going to keep happening. So whoever you let go of, whoever you're released into the world and you feel like, oh, my gosh, he's going to change for the next one. Sis, he's not. He's really not. Because this man is almost 50 and he is still doing the same foolishness. This fucking nigga literally sent a voicemail. Like, you know how you can do that on Twitter? No, you don't. You don't tweet. Mm-hmm. Um on Twitter, there's a new, like, voice note app or whatever. So oh, the flashing bubble. Yes. So, literally, on the voice note app on Twitter, he has let his 1,300 followers know, see, my friends always ask me why I'm not married, why I'm not married, why none of my engagements work out, and I just need a girl who's okay with taking on a project. What? You what? want a project at 50-whatever? Mm-hmm. Y'all, please just, I don't even know what to tell you guys because this type of stuff just makes me lose hope. And I just want us all to take a second to step back and let's just, let's just take a breath. Can we please just imagine going onto our cellular devices? (laughs) (laughs) Blowing up our favorite social network and seeing our vagina. Staring back at us. So, wondering what is the worst case scenario? That's not even the worst case scenario because the nigga could have been popping and you could have gone viral. Oh my god! 
Oh my, your vagina would have got, that would have been low-key irritating though, because it's like, your vagina's out there and you get zero clout. Like, you don't I, even the, get- the, the picture is, listen, if I'm going to send it, I'm going to be in the FBI. Ma'am, on my polygraph test, ma'am, do you have anything you're embarrassed of? No, send the pictures. Blackmailed <laughs> about? No, because I was that bitch. Period. I mean, the little glimpse that I saw, it definitely looked quality. Um, so I will give you that. But sincerely, I would have passed away, like literally died because you are not going to put my vagina on the Internet. Like, what if and that tweet had gotten thousands of retweets, like if his response, it just took the right person to see it and you would have been toast. Toast. Oh my gosh, my thing is that my therapist really told me that I need to date older men. Is this your king? Like, this is what y'all do? Like, <laughs> so it's the same well, thing. the thing. Like, that's why I keep going back to Alabama Bay because, like, the things I hate about DC Bay and not going back, obviously, I love my boyfriend, but this is why I kept going back to Alabama Bay. Like, the things I hate about. <laughs> The things I read about um, uh, DC Bay and Sunshine was that they were trying to be young with me. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't find Alabama Bay on social medias? I've tried. Because he doesn't do social medias. He has a whole person claiming to be married to him. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, people are going to say what they're going to say. Like, we really have no confirmation or denial on the situation. No, and it's been two years. I didn't remember that scandal. That was honestly hilarious. But I don't know. Like, older men are not... Actually, I've been seeing some attractive... I've been looking, and I've seen some attractive older men. I changed my my dating range. Um <laughs> <laughs> Like the Range Rover, honey. Okay, like the Range. You know, I'm trying to pull up in somebody's range, honestly. Um, but I'm trying to change my range up because you know that I I really date close to my age or younger, and obviously that has not worked out for me because they're foolish. Um, even even Jet, <laughs> he's older than me by a couple of months, and still here we are. Honestly, y'all, I really think he loved me, but you know whatever we're not gonna argue that but it's a moot point at this point but <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile he's just like damn my friend rob is tripping yeah hey real shit when i asked him last night <laughs> uh, because i ended it last night and i was like you know are we gonna keep doing this because y'all when we first started he was giving me rounds okay i i'm <laughs> If there's one thing I like, it's energy. And he was giving me that work. <laughs> However, you know, as it went on, I feel like he started to get comfortable, you know. And it's not new anymore. Like, it's not fresh and new anymore. And granted, it's it's still that bitch, so don't get it twisted. But, God. What? But truly, he started giving me, like, just one or two rounders as opposed to the four or five that he was giving me initially. Granted, I've been informed that four or five is unnatural for me to expect from a man. But 
if don't nod your head and I want y'all to know that Jazz just nodded her head but my thing is that if you are going to set the standard as that you should live up to it like I have a very healthy libido okay and I'm really tired of wanting more sex than my men can deliver because it has been a pattern at this point and I can't keep living like this but is anyway. it roofied if you just slip a, a Viagra in their drink? Does that yes, count? That is roofying. It is. Interesting. Uh, okay. Okay. Well, we're not going to elaborate on that. Of course. I've never done it, but I've thought about it. Because, I, honestly, I have too. And I have had one of my previous partners. <laughs> Get out of my head. <laughs> Well, I mean, not in secret, but, you know, like, hoping that he would do so. And one of my previous partners actually did. Um, he took the, like, elephant pill or something. And, y'all, why did it not do anything? Like, he didn't even tell me that he did it. He did it without telling me. Then told me later on that he did it. And, ironically, the next weekend, when I tell you, like, I tapped out, which I don't do that. But, like, I literally, we had such incredible sex that... I remember standing in the corner crying and he was like, what's wrong? And I was just like, um, I, that was just so good. I don't even know what to do. <laughs> and so that was without the pill. I don't really know what that fluke was, but anyway, back to jet. When I literally told him like, you know, I truly think that I can't continue this because my feelings are getting involved. Blah, blah, blah. I asked him, <laughs> I asked him, I was like, is this going to stay casual for you? Y'all, without hesitation, he goes, yes. <laughs> and now he's like a very sweet guy. So he wasn't mean about it. Like, he, we were both smiling. But I was just like, okay. But I don't know if I'm delusional or what. But I just really sincerely think that he likes me. I think he actually really likes me, though. This was the friend from grad school, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, of course he generally likes you. I think there's a difference between like men and women. Men can generally have friends with benefits. And keep yeah. said friend with benefit just a friend. Now you mm-hmm. can become Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Tuesday, whatever girl. But as mm-hmm. soon as they find someone that they want more than a friend, they cut that off. Which is why I cut this off because what you're not gonna do is play me because it's never been that. So, period. It's never been that. And I saw that there's not other dick out here because there is. It's just that I truly wanted his and that was the problem. But it's fine because I actually feel like the Lord is calling me away from sex for a while. Um, One of my dear friends reminded me that even though I have been single, quote unquote single, for almost two years now, I have yet to be alone. And yeah, yeah, she really called me out. Um, And looking back, I realized, like I said, I really have been dating for essentially seven years. And even when 
I was out of a relationship, then my ex was still in the picture or I brought some other guy into the picture to fill some type of void. And I just feel like God is really calling me to, excuse me, I feel like I'm called to do a lot in life anyways, but I feel like everybody has like their own sin that is like their thing. Like some people are liars. Some people uh, like are kleptomaniacs. I I really feel like I just love sex. I feel like that is my sin. Huh? I I mean, I feel that. I feel like sex and anger are my sins. But like, yeah, like anger, really? But I don't think it's so much like cuz I think I was talking to a friend uh for her birthday about this and one of my things is that I'm very gluttonous. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like and what I do is to like the utmost and it's past filling myself. It's Mm -hmm. so that's like with sex that's with reactions right you get to Mm -hmm. a point like you're told you can't react you know calm down take the log out of your eye before you take the speck out of theirs Mm -hmm. and they stick on that log part but when you actually try to take the speck out of their eye it's like you're bullying me so Mm -hmm. try to stop reacting right so now that's why I go from zero to a hundred because I remember when I had to just stay at zero oh wow you already know. You already know. Mhm. Mhm. One piece of bread all day. <laughs> Perfectly fine. Or I could have seven boxes of popcorn and two loaves of bread for the day. And truly, being an adult, there is no one to tell you um, that's too much. Like maybe you should stop. And that's a scary thing is having your own self-control to be able to stop yourself from doing these things. And very much everything that you said about bread is how I feel about sex. And, um, which is why I just went on a tangent on why you should give me four and five rounds as opposed to the two that even two is a little bit much, I guess, to some people. <laughs> so I, I didn't say two was four. <laughs> That's a lot. I truly saw this guy on IG. He posted with pride. He was like, oh, my gosh, I got one in me and I'm going to bed. And like he said it like if there was no problem with that. So I thought maybe that was like a thing is just people no, being. No. Able- OK, well, anyway, the point is, is that. I likewise go overboard with sex and I also use it as it used to be a coping mechanism, but now it's just this pleasure, like this immense pleasure that I don't, I don't even know how to explain it. It's like dessert. It's like how I feel about cheesecake. I just want some sex this, mm, like after dinner, you know, and the problem is that I like very intimate sex. Like, I don't, I, sometimes, you know, okay, sometimes, like, you want to fuck, but, like, I really want you to be looking me in my eyes and making me feel all types of crazy, which is why I obviously couldn't stay friends with benefits with this dude. Um, But, yeah, when I have all of that going on in my life, it's, I'm not capable of focusing on myself as much as I should, and I feel like I've been avoiding a lot of growth that needs to happen. And so this is my touching the fire and having to deal with the burn. Because if I look back in my past, like me staying with my most recent ex 
kept me in Louisville two years longer than I needed to be there working mm-hmm. what random job huh and then you met me bless god like of course everything happens for a reason so hashtag no regrets but <laughs> I very much <laughs> I truly allowed that relationship to keep me in one spot because I was kind of waiting for the next joint move you know and it was never gonna be that um and then this whole sexual situation, I'm just able to, you know, I just stop placing importance on job applications. I stop placing importance on, um, oh, that's the main thing, job applications. Um, <laughs> I stop, maybe I stop like going to home church on my, on my television, Bedside Baptist. Like I kind of just stopped doing those things, not even to focus on sex, but because I know sex is coming and that's my re-up for the month. Mm-hmm. And um, I can't use it as that crutch anymore. And I can't use men as that cr- crutch anymore. And quite honestly, I'm going to go on this tangent here with you guys. And I'm probably going to text this nigga when I get off this podcast. But uh, <laughs> that is not pop in the bubble and bring you in because that's literally how it is. Like, I will sit here and be like, Rob, you deserve so much more. As I double back to someone who had me crying on New Year's Eve. Facts! Like, (laughs) it's not like we don't know. Like, we know. But the reality of humanity is the fact that sometimes you know and you still make the decision that's not right for you. Because it feels good. And it feels familiar. And... Sometimes we just want to cuddle into that comfort blanket and not have to grow because growth is so uncomfortable. And sometimes it's scary. It's terrifying. Like, because what if and, you, it, and it's like, this isn't the direction you need to be growing. So you have to switch lanes. So now you're in an unknown. Mm-hmm. It's, I, it's always going to be unknown. Yeah. Growth is always going to be unknown. So if you stay in that like comfort blanket, like you you know how to survive that. Mm-hmm. Even That's if it's what, toxic, you know how to survive it. Exactly. That's why our um ancestors stayed in the south. Because they survived the south, but they have no idea what they're getting in the north. Oh my gosh! Preach, preach. You I, I can teach. I can be a professor. Professor. <laughs> Honestly, you could. We can't wait till it's um until it's Doctor Jones at this point. Period. Doctor, <laughs> I pay too much for that doctor not to come first. <laughs> Thanks. But yes, yeah, so you know we're aware and we, <laughs> we know what is. We <laughs> we care. No, we care. It's just sometimes it's sometimes just hard to make yeah sometimes I don't like sometimes I'm really convicted and I'm like okay this is what I need to do and other times I'm really convicted and I'm like okay but I'm really still gonna do this other thing because that's what I want right now so that's the that's the reality of where we are and um I think this is a good note to actually end our first episode on I feel like we've gone kind of full circle um so yeah make sure you guys follow us on our social medias i am not on the twitter because 
I was traumatized by one of my cheating ex-boyfriends. Um. <laughs> I am at Don't Call Me Jazzy. <laughs> and is Jazzy with Z's or S's? Z's. What is Jazzy? Not Jassy. <laughs> okay, I'm trying to help you out, okay? People, is it I-E? Is it Y? It's Y. J-A-Z-Z-Y. How the fuck are y'all spelling Jazzy? At that point, if that's how y'all spelling it, please don't follow me. <laughs> I don't, I don't I don't condone that on my timeline. I don't need 501 followers and that one is a dumb motherfucker. <laughs> she only condones pussy lips, y'all. None of the miss- <laughs> pussy lips and the Lord. Put your pussy lips on live. Okay. Never follow cuz they're even given making it sound like macaroni for free. I'm sick. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So that is her Twitter. Um, follow me on the gram at I'm Robin. I am R O B Y N underscore. And <laughs> I don't know why I spelled it out like that. I mean, that was mad dramatic. Um, but yeah, follow me on there and also follow Jazz on there. Um, what's your handle? J double ten nineteen. Uh, while I'm in campaigns, it'll be private, but I'll accept the request. At this point, if you're spam, I just want the follower. So we receive that. So this has been an excellent first episode. We are so excited to dive in a little bit more with you guys. Um, yeah. So thanks for tuning in to Best Tees, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye.